Well, it would be really cool. How cool would that be to be the last civilization on Earth? Like you, you were. It would you not be talked point. about. Why do you need to be talked about? You need a legacy amongst yourselves. Yeah, I know. I want to be in the Hall of Fame of Earth. All right, guys. So we we're gonna start with a couple different things. We have we have, we have a different show for everyone today. It's not gonna be so much sports. We're just gonna have a nice little conversation. A couple topics here. Um, I think this is going to be my first true test of being a host. Because I'm just going to be sitting here trying to wrangle in four white dudes trying to solve the world's issues. So, um, shout out to us for being extremely diverse. Also, I just want everyone to know I am playing Hurt. I got a vaccine, not the special vaccine. I got the Tdap. My arm is killing me. No big deal. I'm having a baby. Um, let's start with Robin Hood and the stock market because we have to talk about it. So, I just want to make sure everyone understands that on this podcast, there's probably two future trillionaires, me mm-hmm. and Kyle Pagan have invested in Dogecoin, and it's up like 103% right now. We've made $31 today, and my pants feel a lot heavier. But we're going to go ahead and kick it. We'll go, let's kick it right away to uh, KB. KB, what's your take on today's events with the stock market? So, I mean, we've seen, was it Nokia, GameStop, AMC, all things that are relative roll. To, like, to the 90s. Telling you right now, that mm-hmm. whole Pokemon card openings that blew up. I have a lot of friends that do... Pokemon content creation on the internet. And as soon as whatever Paul brother it was started opening up the Pokemon cards, the Pokemon card craze spark plugged this 90 stock craze that we're in right now. Change my mind. So are you ready for the bubble? 1000%. We're, we're going to see everything from like, I wouldn't be surprised if Tamagotchi is the next thing. No, I think Tommy got Tamagotchi's already come back. Yeah. I think, I think there's an app now. It's not the same. We'll see. We'll see a, a spark in Tamagotchi, Furby, the the OG Barbie, you know, houses and everything. They're gonna American skyrocket in price. Furby, yep. Remember Furbies? Furbies were creepy as hell. Yeah. Yo, so I have two like totes full of uh, Beanie Babies in the back of my car right now. I just stole from my parent-in-law houses. So again, I'm way ahead of everybody on becoming a trillionaire. You guys, I'm ready to sell out my '90s childhood. So Met, the Mets should have sold to you. They could have. They could have. Um, you know, it's not very liquid right now, so it would kind of be like, a, uh, what's that guy's name who bought the Islanders? Dean Spano, was that his name? I don't think his name was Dean. Alex Spano? Spano? You're the Islanders fan, bro. Yeah, yeah I can't remember <laughs> his name. I watched that 30 for 30 uh, big shot. But, yeah, I, it would be all fake money, and I would eventually probably get arrested. But, hey, so Gary, billionaire's a good guy. If you, become a, if you become a billionaire, does that mean scoring position comes around? Yeah. So, I, I don't know if, Kyle, have you heard this? Kyle Bennett, that is. Have you heard... Watch me try and navigate these names. You guys are going to break my brain. Um, have you heard of what my idea called scoring position? Essentially, what I'm going to do is I'm going to create the Major League Baseball equivalent of red zone. So you're just going to have wraparound coverage. One dude sitting at the desk. I'm actually going to give it to a lady because, hey, the ladies deserve a little bit of work in sports media. Jessica Mendoza? And, yeah, No, no, not her. Anyone but her. <laughs> okay. Not Jessica Mendoza. Maybe I'll give it to J-Lo because she lost out on the baseball team already. I'll just give her her own channel. Um, but what's going to happen is you're going to watch a game. Anytime there's a premier hitter, you're going to put it up. But there's a guy on second, you're going to go to that at bat. Who doesn't watch that? Does that not save baseball? Boom. I save baseball. Yeah, I'm in. I'm a baseball yeah. head through and through. This is the idea you pitched to Lefko, right? I've pitched to Lefko. I pitched to Bob Wankel. Lefko yeah. like, kind of denied it and was like, no, I'd rather buy your dreams. And I'm like, okay. Um, still waiting for that cash to come in, but... I think yeah, Wangle, count me in. 
Yeah, okay. So we have two investors. Wankel hasn't really let, put it up, but we'll get there. We pitched it to Walt, and he told us that it was a dumb idea and you should invest in audio. Yeah, but what does Walt know? I don't know. I mean, he's, yeah. he's kind of an investor, so I guess he's kind of like... Hold on a second. I, I didn't get any insider trading information from Walt today, so... That's true. He's more... Details more in the telecommunications, Verizon lines, all that stuff. So he's more... He's more the fiber optics. Now, PJ ought to have claimed to have lost a ton of money today. We had to explain to him today that he could have traded if he wasn't using Robinhood. PJ, do you have any takes on the stock market? I lost opportunity is the, is the correct yeah, word. You, the problem is you didn't. Like, I, like I, I can't overstate that enough. You didn't. As someone <laughs> the who... Opportunity, you, didn't, you, just never, you never traded. You could have traded the stocks and you didn't. As someone who hasn't cared about the stock market till yesterday... Okay. I woke up to this morning to a civil war of Robin Hood versus American people. And I, of course, am on the side of the American people. So I, money, I think I. The money I lost you lost money. is an illusion. Right. It wasn't real money. It was you, you lost out on the ability to like what it would become. Like you lost out on like what it could have become. Like, it's what, like all the baseball owners claiming they lost yeah. money this offseason. Right. Like you invested in Michael Carter Williams after his rookie of the year. And and then look how never, broken his brain is. I know this is yeah. an audio podcast, but you are lost. No, no, no. The we, Michael Carter so, Williams reference is is just what put it over was, the top. The best you, part was pre-recording. I was trying to explain how you didn't lose money, and you're like, no. And I'm like, no. This is how you didn't lose any money. And you have yet to come up with a rebuttal as to why you should be upset. You can be upset with the principle of it, but it affected you in zero I am, way. I am outraged with the principle, okay, to say the least. But at first, it was because you lost money and. Let's be honest, you didn't. We'll be back. That's that's all I'm okay. going to say. We'll Stocks <laughs> only go up. Stocks, Stocks only go up. up. We'll that's be right. back. We'll be back. Is we'll give you some of our any... Dogecoin. Uh, no. I'm going to watch no. The Wolf of Wall Street tonight to make sure I'm prepared for tomorrow. Why don't you read the book? There's probably a little bit more information on that. There's a sequel. Did you guys know that? He wrote a sequel to the book. It's about his time in prison. Hmm. I don't know. I think it was called, I don't know, maybe Catching the Wolf of Wall Street. I really don't know. That'll be on um, HBO Max in two years. Yep. Yeah. Well, because Hollywood hasn't come up with a single idea like in what the last forty years. Exactly. So craziness. Anyone else have any other takes on this this Wall Street conversation or can we finally move on and Yeah, I mean it was a great day. It was just a great day. It didn't matter who you were. If you were Steve Cohen, if you were Elon Musk, if you were AOC, if you were uh anybody, just regular old us, it was a day to be on Twitter. No one got anything done today. No. It's also cool too because like it was uh I think it was one of the first times in a long time that actually both political parties were kind of agreeing with each other. So hopefully um if anything good comes out of it maybe we'll get a little across the aisle politics going on. But let's not dive too deep into that cuz I'm sure that's a can of worms that no one wants to talk to me about. Put Robin uh, Hood in jail. Put Robin Shout Hood out the Reddit bros. Yeah. The Red- yeah. <laughs> good job Reddit. Do you think this will no. be a cultural moment? Do you really, do you though? Do you think this will actually have change or do you think we'll be bored of this? By tomorrow's closing bell, and then Monday comes around, and we're just on to something or on to Super Bowl week. Nobody question. answer. Nobody answer. I got <laughs> you, Kyle. I thought that Discord. <laughs> I thought that Discord moment. Like you got some insight. I don't know if anyone saw the actual audio. Some people took videos of like Evelyn saying like "Go, go, go." I think that was a very cool thing that people will talk about for at least some coming. But once we get the Super Bowl Sunday, I don't care. I'm out. Can you explain Discord to uh, to Gary? There's no chance he knows what it is. It's just like a, it's just like no, another call. I know it's just Discord like another is. Call Discord's service. the villain at the beginning of season two of My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. <laughs> yeah, and it's technological. I like version. how Kyle Bennett was the only person that got that joke. He did get that joke. That was a oh. deep pull. 
That is a deep cut. Are you saying you guys weren't bronies at one point? I went I was, through that. Phase. I was never a brony. No. I was. I, was a, I lived a, through the commercials. Yeah, I was. A, I mean, the shout out Cartoon Network. Well, first of all, the theme song was Electric and Fluttershy. Good looking pony. Um. All right. Before I, I cancel myself because eventually it's going to happen. Let's talk about the Hall of Fame and notably the Baseball Hall of Fame. We're going to kind of get in the conversation about all the Hall of Fames and why do we really care so much, but. No one's going into the Baseball Hall of Fame. I think it's the first time since, what, 2014? Is that the correct date? 13, I know 14, yeah. It was in that area. Um, let's start with this. Um, the biggest story is Kurt Schilling's not getting any. He fell 16 votes short. Kurt Schilling, in, a, in my opinion, to a baseball merit, should probably be a Hall of Famer. Now, his extracurriculars and his personality is, I think, what's holding him out. So you I kind of want to – well, it's, it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But there's also, like, people who don't know if his career warrants the Hall of Fame. There are people that say that. But there are um, baseball writers who know who did this for a living that he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. If you, if you can remove everything and just look at his baseball resume, he's a Hall of Famer. At what point – I guess we can kind of go around the whole room here and say, at what point does a Hall of Fame need to include your political agenda? I guess like this is, is, are we, are we getting into a point where it's going to be like, we're not going to let people into hall of fame because they once said something like, is it going to come out five years from now that Tom Brady was a huge Trump supporter and be like, fuck that. He's not going in because he supported Trump. Do we, can we see that happening? I could definitely see it happening, but you shouldn't be able to put the character clause in it. I think the character outside of the game is what should be judged. Uh, sorry. I think the game outside of the character should be what's judged. So the funny thing is about the character clauses that everyone wants to talk about it was instituted by Kennesaw Mountain Landis, who legitimately hated black people and did not let black people in the Hall of Fame. And they took away the name on the, on the MVP voting, on the MVP award mm-hmm. this year. So it's like, where do you want to go with the character clause? Um, I understand, like, you don't have to agree with what Kirk Schilling says. Based off of baseball merit, I just think, I think you got to kind of put him in. He's, it, the Hall of Fame is a museum. It tells a story. You can't just tell the good, the good part. Right, and there's a devil's advocate to everything because he – I mean, we see what happens in America, but like, uh, KB, where do you kind of stand on shilling in the Hall of Fame talk? So I agree with Kyle where it's like, you know, it's a museum, but it's also one of those things where we saw Bud Selig go in and totally different spectrum of things. And Mm -hmm. he oversaw the steroid era and everything. You let him in, but year after year after year, we continue to see Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and, you know, the stars of the steroid era denied access to the Hall of Fame. So it, it seems like more so in baseball than any other Hall of Fame, the character clause, quote unquote, comes into play. And I think the thing with Schilling is it's, you know, it's obviously voted on by, you know, baseball writers of America and everything. And the writers thing, I think, comes into play because of a couple of years ago when Schilling tweeted the thing about the, the rope tree journalist stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's playing a big part in why he's not getting it. PJ, what are your thoughts on the Hall of Fame? I can't wait to hear this. All right, I got it. Two. One. (laughs) Shocker. One. He's never had one. If I don't vote for you, I don't get the system. If I don't vote for you in year one, why am I going to vote for you in year two? It pisses me off how he's at 71%, but he's going to go to 75% next year. What changes your mind? Because it's usually the same people that vote. And two, I got this interesting stat. Well, go to the first one. There's there's only 10 votes allowed. So sometimes they're a lot stronger. They're a lot stronger list than others. But that was a good – you know what? Ask Burt Blylevin, all right? He got in at like the midnight, midnight uh, Larry hour. Walker, baby. So Larry here's Walker. a stat. Here's a stat. Uh, for you Larry guys. Walker's not a Hall of Famer. So Kershaw is 216 wins, right? 
with his numbers, there's only one other pitcher with two with fewer than 220 wins, and his ERA is 3.46, and a career high over 3.45 in the Hall of Fame, and that's it. And that's one pitcher ever, and that is some guy named Jesse Haynes who pitched in 19 from 1920 oh, sure, to Jesse 1937 Haynes. with a 210 and 158 record with a 3.64 ERA. So the numbers technically don't put him in a category. That okay, so be but in. you I also think, have to look at his postseason appearances. Yes. I don't know. That's what he's eleven. He was eleven and two, three-time three, World Series. Does he have three World Series? Right? Three World Series. He never won a Cy Young, but he came runner-up four times or three times. It was something like he's got that. the best walk to strikeout ratio in the history of pitchers. He's got over three thousand strikeouts, I believe. Pete, check 3, that. Three thousand one hundred. Three thousand one hundred and sixteen. Yeah. All those put together. I mean, he had a career. That deserves a Hall of Fame. And I don't want to get into yeah. this Kurt Schilling versus Hall of Fame because we're not supposed to be talking about that. We're supposed no, to be talking about our Hall but, of Fame. Well, I actually think PJ PJ's first point was a, was the point I wanted to go to next. You're either a Hall of Fame or you're not. Why is there these years of eligibility shit? You know what I mean? Where it's like we can mature the take, and maybe it'll work in some of the steroid errors, uh, you know, benefit because maybe next I think Bonds is next year. He's up, right? Next year's his last shot on the, on last the year, general Clemens ballot. Last year, yeah. And it it <laughs> I have a hard time with the steroids guy because it's they cheated the game, but baseball in itself, at every single year of baseball, there's been someone trying to find a competitive advantage. And that's just the way it is. You, I mean, Hank Aaron used to talk about taking the greenies, and they were essentially just like cocaine in a, in a can. Like it, was like, it was like red balls. The spitball picture is back in the day. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just like, and it's obvious now. I mean, there's that new spin rate investigation that's going on with the guys putting stuff behind their ears and, and clearly doctoring the ball. Hell, Robinson Cano suspended again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck. I mean, I mean, that was a big day for me. I was a big fan <laughs> of that. Um, but here, it really leads to this question. Why do we care so much about the Hall of Fame? We shouldn't. We really shouldn't. I mean, it's it's like we said, it's a museum. I mean, and if you're a baseball player, I don't care with guys that don't know how to hit a 98-mile-per-hour fastball and then a 75 75- mile an hour curveball at the next pitch that's going to buckle me at the knees. Like everyone will talk about Barry Bonds, whether he's in the hall of fame or not. He's the best hitter of our generation. He's the best baseball player of our generation. Right. The only thing that I don't like is it is a museum and they want to profit and they want to make millions off of Kurt Schilling's bloody sock. They want to make millions off of Pete Rose having his jerseys in there. They want to make millions off of Bonds' accomplishments and whatnot, but they want to keep these guys out of it. So really it's just, it's but I don't think it's so much the hall keeping them out. It's the writers who associate yep. with it. Like it's, that's the difference. Like it's not the hall saying no. Now the museum is separate to the hall of fame, the hall of fame. You can go and just go to the hall of fame. You don't have to gain access to the, the actual museum. I, I recommend you do, especially if you're a sports fan in general, because it's incredible. But I, you know, I don't, I, I, I guess I get to the point where it's like, I always go back to this with why do we care so much about Hall of Fame? Here's one that you guys might not know. Did you know Roger Maris is not in the Hall of Fame? I did because we talked about that a couple of months right. ago. And Roger Maris is remembered as what? A great baseball player. So, yeah, the Hall of Fame really doesn't mean much if you really think about it. Some say the home run king if you want to take away Maguire yeah. and Bonds. Oh, it's mm -hmm. true. I mean, it's definitely true. That's a record that will never be broken, too. And then here's the other thing. Like, why is um the Hall of Fames have so much weird criteria? Like the NBA Hall of Fame, or the, I'm so should say the Basketball Hall of Fame, lets anybody in at this point, mm -hmm. right? Like all you have to do is be able to score points and you're in. Football, you can be a mediocre 500 quarterback, have two Super Bowls, and get in. Shout mm -hmm. out Eli Manning. He's not a Hall of Famer, but he's going to get in because he won Super Bowls. Why is it in baseball 
like, why is it like winning a championship in baseball doesn't hold the same merit as winning a championship in football? You know what I mean? Like these criteria are crazy. And I guess that's just the nuance of sports, but the fact that we care so much about, first of all, these essentially what they are, it's, it's no different than an award show. It's a bunch of people smelling themselves for 45 minutes so they can be enshrined forever and talked about. It's a popularity contest. And you mark my words, A-Rod gets in. And if A-Rod gets in, it's a sham to everything that, that, that's the fair. Hall of Fame that the writers try to make it because he's a likable guy. He's he went on this A Rod kind of press tour that's like made him more likable than when he when he left baseball. And Bonds, McGuire, Sosa, not necessarily likable guys. Paul Merrill, not a likable guy. My thing is, you give players a, a certain amount of time on the ballot. Why do writers not have a certain amount of time where they're mm. eligible to be voters? Right. Like that. And I think. You, you see the people that are voting for the Bonds and the Clemens and the steroid era guys are the younger journalists that are getting, you know, approved and into the Baseball Writers Association of America and everything. And it's like all the old head writers who think that these guys cheated the game and they did it wrong. It's like they have a grudge against them and they're like, ha, huh, we kind of hold the power to, you know, keeping you out of the Hall of Fame. Why are the writers, why are they gatekeepers? And I think we've actually arrived at the perfect point what is wrong with baseball? Mark this day down. John Kincaid was talking about this morning on his show, December 1st, 2021. That's when the collective bargaining agreement ends. We are headed towards a very, very, very volatile CBA negotiation. And why is it like, so the hall of fame is a perfect example. As the youth comes up, you see these, the voters getting closer for the steroids guys, but the the old people holding on. Why is it baseball that refuses to change? Goff has changed. Goff has just as much of a storied old man country club schema to it like baseball once has. Why is it baseball that's the one sport that can hold on to it? It's like we can't change it because this is the game. This is how it's always been done. I think Every other a, sport can change. I think it's a little bit because you look at a baseball player and you could see like a Ty Cobb and Honus Wagner playing in 2020 where if you put Aaron Donald back in 1930 playing well, against – sure, yeah. But like it, the physical specimenship of basketball and football changing, I think. I, mean, I think hockey's a lot like that too, where the guys look the same as they did back in the day. I think. Well, except for I the think that's sport. what they want you to believe. Like, that, no, that's I, I'm like telling you right now, Babe Ruth's playing in the in Major League Baseball today. He's not hitting. That oh, yeah, I mean, uh, Pablo Sandoval got 190 million, and he was fatter than Babe Ruth. Luke Voigt plays for the Yankees. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm just guys. saying, like, I mean, we go back to like, Jim Tomey. Jim Tomey was just like a lumberjack that goes out there and swings big bat. Like, I get it. But, like, I mean, I guess as, you could you could say he would adjust to the speed at a point. But as much as I love baseball and, like, I like, you know, wearing baseball jerseys, like, let's be honest, these guys are wearing button-down shirts to play a sport. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> they, I guess I never know, thought of like, it that way. They, they came right from the nine-to-fives to come out and, you know, swing a bat on a field. Yeah. I mean, the fact that managers have to wear button-down jerseys are kind of hilarious. But it's also a shame, too. It's, it's also the only sport where, like, the manager has a uniform. Like, yeah, Charlie what do we do? Your own number. Um, but it's also – it's weird because as much as I love ba- – I love baseball, and I don't want baseball to go away, and baseball is, is forcing itself to go away. And if baseball could just at one point – turn into and be like holy shit there's this whole avenue of social media that we haven't even discussed or maybe if we don't seem so country club and old white manny like people will care like imagine uh imagine like a guy like manny ramirez playing in today's age 
he would we would be he would be loved. Fernando Tatis kind of does that kind of stuff, but he's not at Manny's level. Like mm-hmm. Manny Ramirez in today's game would be awesome because we have to pay attention to Manny. He's playing for one of the biggest franchises, and oh, he's hitting he's hitting grand slams in playoff games and doing whatever the hell he wants. He'd be perfect. Imagine the Manny running up the wall, high fiving the fan moment happening. Yeah, two years ago on social media, or even now on social media, like. It would blow up. Here's another one for you. Prince Fielder eating the nacho out of the guy's hand. Like, imagine Twitter being bigger for that. Like, the fact that you can't share Major League Baseball content on Twitter is just insane. They're doing it to themselves. Yep. And this this is the biggest frustration. Baseball, playoff baseball in itself is unlike any other playoff match. It tells a story. Baseball is a game of stories and chapters. It's beautiful. And the fact they're robbing it from us because they don't want anyone to enjoy it is insanity. And it's the worst part is because it is my favorite sport. And I'm very passionate about this topic. And you guys can clearly tell. But it's, like, very frustrating to me that baseball refuses to get out of its own way. Like, there's – I. I don't really love the DH rule, but I understand we need the DH rule to progress baseball, right? Like, that's how it works. Yeah. And and we also need that for the JT Real Muda the last – Two years of his yeah. contract. I was going to say, Bryce, the last like, four. and the last, yeah, the last like, four selfishly years. for me, like selfishly for me, I want Pete Alonso and Dom Smith in the lineup at the same day, but they can't both play first, and Dom Smith clearly can't play his left field. But like, at what point do we stop? I mean, here's we go back to this all the time too, Kyle. Why do I care so much that Dave Matthews Band isn't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Like, why does it bother me so much? I know they're a great band. It doesn't. I don't need to talk about this all the time, but it, it, you can easily see it bothers me. It's like let them in. I think I care more about the wall of fame at Citizens Bank Park than I do the Hall of Fame. I've been up to Cooperstown, beautiful area and stuff, but like it's so cool seeing the team you root for and seeing that history go from 18 whatever it's all the way to 2020. There's nothing like the Baseball Hall of Fame. I'm sorry. It, uh, it great, really is like place. the coolest place I mean, in the world. Yeah. It doesn't have much competition. Canton, Ohio is a joke, and Springfield, Mass is, is the shithole of. The town, it's the actual Hall of Fame. Now, to be fair, I haven't been mm-hmm. to the Hall of Fame. I've heard the Hockey Hall of Fame is like sweet because they have like the sweet like interactive fan experiences and stuff. But the Baseball Hall of Fame, first of all, the Hall of Fame store, unreal merch. And then the Lake, great golf course up there, leather stocking, too. Yep. There's a lot of good stuff going on in Cooperstown, New York. If you haven't been to Cooperstown, New York, you should go. Anyone else got a last take on the Hall of Fame? No, nah, I mean, I think letting baseball writers handle the legacy of, like, some like they're some of the most insecure people in the world. I mean, it's kind of like – sense, though. It's kind of like – about it. Yeah. It's kind of like Steve Cohen kind of – you know, restricting people from investing in game stock on the Robin Hood app today. Yeah, so you, I know you wanted to go there at one point, but you know, it's like four degrees of de- of separation. It has nothing saying. to do with it. I think my but, thing with the hall of fame, they need to add a like digital reporter, digital voter. Like why don't podcasters get a vote? Why don't, you know, YouTube content creators get a talk vote? about John boy and those guys. Yeah. Like I, I brought this up on underground sports, Philadelphia before I said, you know, why doesn't, why don't people like John boy? Why don't people that, are just prolific yeah pitching ninja like why don't these digital content creators also get a say you know in who gets in they're covering the sport the same exact way just on a different medium hey you want to take this full circle i would say even the managers are the managers the ones that are literally there every single day watching film and all that and have most likely coached or in some way managed against these players or the fellow hall of famers you want to take this full circle though hold on a sec gary one second so, sorry. Um, I just want to say one more thing. Bonds and Clemens will get in by the veteran committee. I think so. Oh, You're absolutely. 
But if you want to take this full circle, why do uh, like why don't the podcasters, why don't the Twitter people? It's the same reason why they didn't want uh, you know these retail traders trading today. Because they don't want it to change. They want things to stay the exact same way. And the Baseball Writers Association of America has all the power. And they don't want to give it away to anybody. It's their sacred thing. And we all know that the Baseball Writers Association of America, whatever it's called, are a bunch of dicks. That's who they are. They suck. All they want to do is keep all the fun out of baseball. In fact, old baseball fans, go away. Go go watch bowling. Die. Move on. You I'm not going to wish death on Die. Them. Can't do that. Peter Gammons, love you. Go out to the reservation. No, Peter's fine. All right. Gary, Gary, so this guy here, first ballot. Just to bring it up. You never watch the guy play. It drives me insane. Not true. You play with awesome. him in backyard yeah. baseball. All right. Um, I want I wanted to talk about this because it was funny. My wife brought it up. She was and this is kind of how uh it was phrased to me. It's like if there was a if there was a group of aliens sitting off planet Earth, they're like, all right, we gotta take we gotta take a bunch of people, we gotta take a few people and move them because Earth is going away. Who do you think they would try and take? So my first response was it would be Tom Brady. It was like, I'll just take the guy that doesn't lose and age. There's a lot you can say about Tom Brady. He's a good-looking dude, calm under pressure. Has Holds a, a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Very strong. Can throw a great deep ball, even at 43. But just marry the, 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 the guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like greatness. Do you want to take a 43-year-old, though? I don't think it matters. Men can men can keep on hump until they die, so it's fine. So we're trying to we're trying to find somebody who can replicate the human race for these aliens on this other planet, right? Right. So I I, my, I said we can have a we can have a male and a female, and I put no research into my female and then just selected Natalie Portman. Okay. I, I had Jessica why. Alba. She's okay. a billionaire. She's a billionaire. Yeah. She Dude. made a company. What? Wait. Uh, it's called the Honest Company. It's like good chemicals. Oh. Like you know how you have like. Like uh, your deodorant gives you Alzheimer's. Well, she makes like good deodorant that doesn't give you Alzheimer's. Did you just say Jessica Alba is a billionaire? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm not the fact checker. He doesn't that. believe it. He yeah, I don't. Uh, what? You never wow. see Deep Blue? I mean, it's tied up in stock. We're not talking she's like a liquid billionaire. No, like, she's not going to go buy. The Honest, the the honest Company is in 2016, but The Honest Company was valued at $1.7 billion in 2015. You might on, be a multi billionaire at this point. Read a little bit there, Peach. Good for Jessica Alba. So, Natalie Portman, my choice was mainly because she was Harvard in Swan and that moment with uh, Mino Kunitz. I just think that would be like the reason why I'd put her in there. Okay. Um, what about you, KB? So, I'm going to go with my woman first. It's going to be Leah Remini from King of Queens. Oh, she's a Scientologist. She knows all the Scientology secrets. So, okay. she, she got left. out. Left. She got she out. Doug's wife. Is that who yeah, that yeah. is? Yeah. Oh. She has all the secrets. Okay. Relay that to the aliens, and then they'll infiltrate Scientology. Hopefully, the Scientologists don't come after me now. Uh, and then I think if we're taking Elon Musk out of the equation because he is an alien, uh-huh. yeah. um, I'm going to say Joe Rogan just because he has the catalog of humans, and if they need more humans, he can get as many as they want. Okay. I'd follow Joe Rogan into a burning building, I think. PJ, I said, did you come up with anybody? I, said, I didn't get my mail. I said Adam Silver. Hey, you, you want to you want to talk to somebody who looks like you, so okay, that's fair. I mean, he does look a little Good alienish. Peach, <laughs> you're up. PJ, you're up. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing right now? That's so mean, Adam Silver. He's such a good guy. He's such the best he? commissioner. He's the best he commissioner in the game. He hates, he hates the Sixers. Sixers. He's the best commissioner in any major sport. You know how hard far. that is to be. But not not too hard. You just not hard, but talk. it's still he's still the best. All right, for my guy. I mean, I said Mark Zuckerberg because he's literally an alien. But if I didn't have to pick uh, that because he's literally an alien, Adam Sandler. 
Ooh, that's a good one. Adam one. Sandler's not a bad one. You know, Adam Sandler's Great like one. filthy rich too. Four hundred million dollars. Yeah. And then my girl would be Rihanna because who doesn't like Rihanna? Okay, There's thank not you. A single person doesn't like Rihanna. <laughs> that's not bad. Um, I was surprised no one said LeBron. I I had LeBron written down. Yeah. Um, but Tom Brady. I know. I think I think I'd take Tom it's Brady. It's kind of really LeBron. hard to pick against Tom Brady. It's like the man who doesn't age and doesn't lose. Well, now, you, you could separate his career into three different sections, and he'd be a Hall of Famer. That's true. You see Space Jam 2 to verify if LeBron can handle That's the aliens. True. Actually, I guess I yeah. have very low expectations for that, to be fair. I don't. He was great in train wreck. Actually, really in train wreck. Why didn't anyone say Michael Jordan? That's another one we missed out yeah, on. Yeah, we missed out on that one. Smoking too many cigars. I don't know how much longer. I have a controversial one um, Vladimir Putin. The guy just knows how to stay in power. I mean, guy, guy's got staying power. You want to talk about a resume of winning? He's been winning for years. He plays one ice hockey game a year, scores like 12 goals. It's true. I'm just I, saying. It's a good point. Possible totalitarianism, like, removed. It's a valid answer. <laughs> yeah, it's a valid answer. I'm just saying. Like, I don't think anyone would take, like, the Kim Johns, right? Like, they're nah. nothing nah. special. And also, <laughs> we qualified this, but they had to be living, too. Do you, do you think if Tom Brady came out and was like, hey, I think that Kim Jong-un guy actually has a point, you think he'd get into the Hall of Fame? I think there's a lot of things that would you Tom would have to do to not get in. I think so too. I mean, I think Tom would literally be like, "Yeah, I want to bring back the Nazi party for him to get in." Like, I think he'd be like, "No, I want to bring it back." I think that's probably where you draw the line on Tom. You draw the line right? on Schilling. It's fair. Yeah, but then some guy's going to be like, "Yeah, but he did win six Super Bowls." <laughs> it's it's going to be true. That's <laughs> <laughs> very true. I mean, listen, I understand you hated a whole entire race of people, but I mean, the six Super Bowls. I also like today. I want to. go <laughs> The, the 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 quick responses of people on Twitter. Steve Cohen went back at Dave Portnoy, and the first response was announced Bauer. I was Announce dying Bauer. laughing. I'm it like, was a good it was a good Twitter day. It was a great Twitter day. All right. Anyone else have any other humans that the alien should take? Aaron Donald, DK Metcalf. Okay, I nominate myself because I I said I have a billion dollar brain. No one wants to invest in it yet, so I would like to nominate myself to go. I'm sure I won't get the shot, but I'll take it. If I, I would never go. invest, I would never, I would never want to go up there. I like Earth. Okay, but in this scenario, Earth is going away, and you're going to die. That's fine. We had a good okay. run. All right. Well, I hope it's a Bernie like really fiery death for you. Though. Well, it would be really cool. How cool would that be to be the last civilization on Earth? Like you, you were. It would you not were the be talked one. about. Why do you need to be talked about? You need a legacy amongst yourselves. Yeah, I know. I want to be in the Hall of Fame of Earth. You, I, that's a Hall of Fame. That should be yeah, I want to be in the, the Earth Hall of Fame. Let's start that. Oh, Hall the Earth Hall of Fame. <laughs> Who would get whose first ballot Earth Hall? Oh, of Fame? who's your first Pangea. ballot? Adam Sandler is my first ballot Earth Hall of Famer. Okay, Pangea. guys, you're gonna think this is crazy. Tom Brady. Because <laughs> he won six Super Bowls. He's only uh, no, but going Giselle's Pangea? more relevant than him. Oh, she's not. Yes, she, bro. When Tom Brady. Are you kidding me? When Tom Brady won the Super Bowl in the Brazilian newspaper, it said Giselle's husband wins Super Bowl. Rightfully so. She's Argentine. Yeah. Is she Brazilian or Argentinian? Brazilian. I, I don't think. know. She was in that movie Taxi, though, and she was hot in that. That's a good question. If it's anyone from Earth, the caveman who first discovered fire and the wheel, put him in the Earth. She's a Brazilian Earth. model. Okay. Four hundred million. Jesus, she's that rich. She's the breadwinner of the household. Yeah. Well, he took. He, that's why he doesn't take much contract. Yep. Well, we also know that that contract's been just been pushed off the TB12 method. TB12, so, like, yeah. he's been um, paid the whole time. KB, you got a you got an all time Earth first ballot Hall of Famer. So we going humans here because I have a. I mean, yeah. Pangea's got to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I, true. I, I put, ca- I put caveman in there. Let me ask you something. Did you guys all get to do that experiment? Like, it's like in your social studies class where you cut the continents up and you had to put them together. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah. PJ, did you ever do that? No. PJ, do you know what Pangea is? Yeah, I know what Pangea is. Okay. I'm just you making know the sure. Earth's crust moves two inches apart from each other every year. I think I knew that. And that's you know, why Pangea is not growing. real. Yeah, that's why I think California is going to like. Yeah, it might, that actually might happen. Here's a question for you Would you guys go to Yellowstone knowing it could blow up while you're there? Mm-hmm. It's a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watch the movie 2012. You guys survived. That's one hell of a story to tell. Did anyone else not give their uh, Earth Hall of Famer first ballot? Peach? It's got to be someone international. I'm going to go like, I'm going to go like Ronaldo. Okay. I think there's a lot more better people than Ronaldo, but that's your pick. And I got to respect that. Yeah. Nelson Mandela. I don't know. Okay. Is Nelson Mandela still alive? That's no, no. Morgan Freeman's alive. Not Nelson Mandela. I knew that. I'm just asking. (laughs) I didn't know if he was still alive or not. Um, All right. I want to talk about this guy's. And I'll go last on this. What's one thing you lo- you'll always love, no matter how old you get? This is this is one of those ones where I I was making a comparison where it's like we've all been to the party and at like three a.m. there's two guys outside. One's most likely crying and they're both smoking cigarettes. It's like that conversation. I just always love this one thing, man. Um, I want to go around the table. We'll start with PJ. We'll go to KB. We'll go to Kyle, and then we'll go to myself. So PJ, what's one thing you love? That one thing you'll always love. One, one thing. Easy. Sitting Sunday football, sitting on my couch and just watching Red Zone one to eight o'clock. I could, I don't know, I don't think I'll ever get bored of that, no matter how many years. Hander the red blooded American. Okay, you don't have any more explanation. You just picked football. That's all. I, I think that's all I need. Football. Okay. Whatever the opposite of a basic bitch, that's what you are right now. Football. Okay. I was very un. That wasn't as exciting as I was. A basic meathead. All right, KB. Who you got? I'll pour one out for our fallen brother, Doug Peterson. Any age, any time, ice cream. Okay. Ooh. I See, I like that. I, li- I actually like the approach because I said this could be anything. So PJ went with football and you went with ice cream. I think you're right, PJ. I, ice cream's a good choice because I'll always like ice cream. Oh, here's the other. Here's, here's, here's how you know always love ice cream. I'm lactose intolerant. You'll still eat it. And I'm yeah. up at 2 a.m. if I have it. Yeah. You can have it it's, in a cone, in a bowl, yeah. flavors, yep. milkshakes. You're like the guy with uh, with gout who can't have seafood, but he's like, "Oh fuck it, I'll deal with the I'll deal with the toe gout." I knew a guy that had that. Let me tell you something. If I ever have gout, I think I might die. I think we all get gout. I think what it just happens. What the fuck is gout? Who named it? I don't know. It's it's not as scary as it sounds. I know, but, but that's a terrifying name for a disease. Gout. Yeah. I yeah. got gout. I got gout. It's like I having the gout. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that you can put the in front of. Oh, which the makes gout. it ten times worse. Oh, I got the gout. Yeah, the cancer. Yeah, just doesn't ring off the bell like like gout does. The clap. I think the clap. The clap. Oh, that's, that's scary. Yeah. The clap. Yeah. You ever known someone who had the clap? Uh, of course, haven't yes. we all? It's just a cold for your balls, boys. Yeah. Two pills and it's gone. They um, walk by. You just gotta go. That's what you do. There you go. You've done it's it a few you. times, Peach. All right, Kyle. <laughs> what's one thing you always love? I thought long and hard about this. Uh, this one's Very really good, good in the uh, winter time. A snot rocket. It's the worst choice of all time. You ever just walk down the street and you just blow out a nice snot rocket? And, and no, the people who do that are foul. <laughs> that's a are you huge, serious? That's a huge pet yeah, peeve of mine. That's disgusting. That. I don't do it in front of people. Get a tissue. What if you're outside? Get a tissue. I'm not snot rocketing all over the house. I'm snot rocketing that's outside. Gross. Into the street. Someone, someone who's very close to me I know does it every time in the shower. It drives me insane. I'm not naming names. Anyway, I think it's not rockets of wonderful. Just there's nothing worse than being clogged up and just knowing that you can just go uh, hinge back right through, right through the nose. I can honestly say I've not rocketed one time. It got right on my sweater. I've never done it again. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done that. That'll hurt you. That'll hurt you. Post traumatic snot disorder. 
This is exactly why we brought him on. <laughs> it's a lot quicker. All right. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be PJ because I have I have I have one that's my real answer, but you guys all went with like simple things. So mine would be like my first one that's not my real answer is live music. I will listen to live music anywhere. In fact, I want to go to both Nashville and North. Uh, why am I blanking on the name of a city? New Orleans, just because there's a ton of live music. That's all yes. I want. But also, I just I'm like dying inside that I haven't been to a concert. You know, I, I like to get drunk and stand outside of concerts in the summer. So that's like a big thing. But big concert guy. You can't beat a concert, man. Although I don't really like the rap music. I'm not a big rapist fan. Rapist fan. Sorry. What's that from? I don't know. Um, no, it's from Parks and Rec. He calls them rapists. Um, but mine was Disney World. And it's funny that this came up because mine's Disney World. So hold on a second. And this, this is what I was hoping to get out of you guys. One thing that drives me about the people that hate on Disney is because it's this corrupt fucking company and they were just trying to project. I was like, hold on a second. Everyone just get over yourself. Every large company in the world is corrupt. We learned that what? Today. So that's what we need to get over. Disney World has been bringing families together with make-believe magic and turning moments into history. I will never not enjoy going there. I could have motion sickness and still enjoy going there. You're talking about top-class amenities, incredible technology, architectural feats that people don't even do. Like, there's people in, like, fucking Arkansas that don't have a house that's oh, – I mean, I don't have a house that's like Disney World, so that's a bad example. But architectural – and then on top of it, some of the best restaurants in the world. In the world? Yes, in oh, the world. Shit. Look it up. Morimoto has a thing there. It's a cash – Cow, if I'm a famous chef, the first thing I do is call Disney and be like, hey, Bob no, Iger, can I don't. please put something in? Yep. Yes, you I do. Abu Dhabi like all of the other ones do. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you, and you get the oil money. Travel restraint. That's right. Disney World also pandemic proof. There's, they, lost, they had a loss and they're like, we're still rolling. Here's the thing with Disney World money, though. I'm 99% sure this is accurate. Okay. Disney World stays open based off of their lemonade and popcorn sales. Hold on a second. I have a little inside information. This is a theory on this. This is a theory. I'm pretty sure Disney has some type of controlling stake in Coca-Cola, and they don't pay for their Coke, but they charge you like $7 a bottle. Yeah, because I, I read something that says they stay open based off their lemonade and popcorn sales, and everything else they make is just gravy. Yeah. I, I, the, Which well, is, like- when you think about it, that's ridiculous. And sure, their lemonade's like $14, but... No, it's like eight bucks. But Who's drinking that much lemonade and eating that much popcorn? It is insane to think about. I would actually say lemonade. It's probably just drinks and snacks. It's mm-hmm. probably like the actual like thing. But originally, it was probably lemonade and popcorn. Sure. Absolutely absurd. And the reason why they're they're so good and they're, you say they're pandemic proof is because of Disney Plus. It's not because of the parks. Yeah, but they had it previous to that. I mean, it's not because of the parks, though. The parks are taking yeah, them. No, a the bath. parks will never die. Yeah, but they're taking a bath during Dude, the Disney's pandemic. Bad. Florida just did, I, what was Disney closed? Like the world was closed for I think like what two months, three sure. months maybe. Sure. They're just gonna keep adding. They're just yeah. never gonna stop adding. Well, that's the key. It's Walt Disney's version. He said it's never a complete project. How long until the swamp eats them? I think it's impossible because they own like a ton of property around it. So like the whole thing, the whole thing originally was like we're gonna buy X amount of property, and then on a third of it will never build. So anytime they buy more property, mm-hmm. they buy more where they can't build on. Also, here's another little fun Disney fact. They're currently working to be completely renewable energy reliant within the next like 15 years. I think people have this crazy opinion that they're this evil company and they have really, really turned it around. I think ABC and, a- and ABC in general has really become much more progressive than they ever were, right? Wouldn't you say ABC is one of the more progressive networks out there? 
ESPN, all they want to do is talk about being woke. I just think that Kyle hates Disney because he went when he was 16 and he wasn't have chick like hanging out with chicks. <laughs> I didn't like it. I like Disneyland. I like Disneyland. Disneyland might not be there in two years. Um, no, that's but, just stupid. Disneyland is just a worse version of Disney World. I'm trying to find out how I can frame this, but Disney's not a good company. Why? It's because they put their thumb down on a lot of different other content companies and killed other content companies and don't like the little man. Name any other company that doesn't do that. That's my thing. Everyone just wants to pick on them because they're that big. That you just want to pick on because they're that big. No, they're monopoly. I don't. I, said, I'm, a, I'm a monopoly buster. Hey, remember earlier when Kyle says he he respects greatness? Obviously, he doesn't. Do guys, I do respect greatness. You, well, you obviously don't. <laughs> Universal like, Studios. Oh yeah, that makes a margin of amount of what Disney makes. You guys got to start somewhere. The, uh, the Disney Frozen conspiracy theory. I like no, this. Where are we going this? with this? Where uh, I'm actually so movie, a Frozen fan. The movie Frozen mm-hmm. was tailored and curated and named Frozen so that the search engine optimization on Google and everything backlogged everything about Disney's head and his body being frozen. It just brings up stuff about the movie. Ooh. Oh, I like this. Any more? That that's my newest one that I'm like, I'm all in. Okay. That's fair. I'm always in for one. I once got down a rabbit hole of a story where there's like a Kyle Bennett, you've been to Disney World, right? Yes. Have you been on the ran, the land the the ride that's called the land? You're in the little boat and there's a house off to the side? I believe so, yeah. There's some story out there. <laughs> I got down a rabbit hole on this where like some kid jumped off the boat, went into that house, and someone followed him. And there was a bunch of guys down there raping the kid. I'm like, oh, right. oh. I'm like, this is made up. <laughs> well, Disney most- and Hitler were friends. I don't think that were they alive at the same time? Wait. I guess they were, right? Yeah. How would they have been friends though? Walt was a quote unquote Nazi sympathizer, as they say. He hated he hated Jews. That's why he's not in the Earth Hall of Fame. That's why he's not in the Earth Hall of Fame. Well, he's true that he would never be a first ballot Hall of Fame. Wait, have you guys heard this theory? The tangled one about the town. (laughs) The town that was called Entangled, right? Rapunzel was called Corona. And obviously how Rapunzel goes is that she's locked away in her tower, basically in quarantine. Mm. I did hear that early stages of, okay. of quarantine. So, so I mean, Disney, Disney World Beijing released the coronavirus as a bioweapon. Sure. We can go with that. We can run with that. We can run with that. In respect greatness. They shut down the entire world. I, I will respect that greatness. If you I also that. really enjoy the Pixar theory. Do you, I keep going. I, I, yeah, I even know Steve Jobs owned yeah. own a Pixar, Pixar theory where like Oh, hold on a second. Is, Steve Jobs is alive. He's in Hearth Hall of Fame, right? Yes, but he's, yeah. he's, yeah. In, Argent- yeah. he's in the Argentinian Hall of Fame too. Him and Bill Gates are definitely in there. No, Bill Gates. Uh, wait, Pixar theory. Terrible person. So it's where, it's like Pixar is essentially a timeline mm-hmm. and every Pixar movie one way or another is connected to each other. Oh, that's true. That's 100% true. Yeah. Tom Hanks is also in jail. You even heard that? Tom Hanks is in jail? Yeah, you didn't. That's you didn't fine. run down that. No. No. You want to hear my Tom Hanks take? Uh oh. Leonardo DiCaprio is a better actor than him. Okay, Ow. I can take that. I mean, he's ever he's America's dad. Lo- saying plays the same. He just plays the same role over and over again. Yeah, Leo's yeah. America's pimp. Leo's American. Tom Hanks, Geppetto in the live action Pinocchio coming out. Yeah, I'll oh. pass on that. Guess they let him out of jail. <laughs> no, maybe he recorded in jail. Ooh. See, that's what they said about. That's what they said when he was on SNL that he was really in jail because of um, different. He was in his kitchen and there was just different. Uh, I think the sink was displaced in another scene and whatnot. So, uh, Tom Hanks. I'll end with this. If Kyle goes to Disney World now, he would like it because now you can just get drunk and walk around. Well, I would do the Epcot. I wouldn't go to Disney World. I would go to Epcot. 
Well, I would you, you then you're just wasting money. You just buy a park hopper. You can go to all four parks. It's great. I would just go to Epcot. Makes no sense. Well, you would go just for a day to go to Epcot. Why not? You're going all the way to Florida just to go to one park. There's a lot more to do in Orlando than just seven day pass. Like, yeah, well, you would day. just get you get the park hopper. Why do I want to go to the park? I feel like a pedophile when I walk in there. Yeah, see, this is the problem with people that don't like Disney. They're like, oh, it's for kids. Like, no, 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 no. Nice that's the thing, adults. though. I don't. I walk in there with no kids. It's like walking into a Victoria's Secret with so no are girlfriend. You say, are you saying me and my wife that go, we're a bunch of pedophiles preying on kids when we go by ourselves? No. Okay, gonna, so Kyle gonna, hates everybody who's ever been to Disney World that doesn't have kids. If I walk dad in there, training for you. If I walk in there singularly by myself, yes, I do feel a creep, like a creep. I kind of agree with that. I'm I not going to go to Disney. If I'm, I'm going to ride the teacups. I think Kyle has pedophile thoughts. That's no. the problem. Fuck you. No. Uh, I mean, why, you have a guilty conscience. If Kyle's I, got a guilty conscience. I do have a guilty conscience, and, and you would know. Anyway, if I ride the teacups by myself with like an eight and a 10-year-old, that's weird. That's creepy. I don't no, want to be see, a Disney Why would you go? Why would that be you? Why would that be you on with an eight and a 12-year-old? Yeah. Okay. If I ride Space Mountain with an eight-year-old, oh, that's no, a but, yeah, but it's it's a single it's a single set ride where it's just one it's mm. one person in each row. No, it's not. It's like if you it's like if you yes, go on it Soarin'. It's like if you uh-huh. go on Soarin' and you're squeezed yes, it is. There's six people on Space Mountain all lined up in the perfect row. I am correct. Right. I swear, I sat next to my mom in Disneyland. Yeah, it's Disneyland. We're talking Disney World. Uh, the Space Mountain, both, but they're different sure. rides. Okay. Well, a part of me, Disneyland was the best. I don't, I don't think yeah, you're just wrong on that. I don't think you as a 27, 28 year old male, you go to Disney world by yourself. I think you're wrong. I think there's a majority of people would still go by themselves. We'll agree to disagree on this one. All right. I just think you hate, you hate greatness. Kyle's a con it's, it's the, uh, it's the episode where Kyle contradicts himself the entire time. I wanted to tell you guys a story cause it came up last night and it's, it's just, uh, you guys are, are you guys uh, familiar with the movie blow? Uh, yeah, that's what I just. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So I house sit for uh, my in laws a few years ago uh, when they went to Europe. I couldn't go to Europe with them because I had just taken a new job and I can't be like, hey, thanks for the job. Can I have two weeks off to go to Europe? That's pretty hard to sell, right? So magically, this DVD of Blow shows up in my parents in my uh, in laws' house. I've never seen the movie. I know of the movie because my college roommate liked it. So my mother in line in law finds the DVD blow and goes to my wife and goes, I think while we were away, Gary left his pornography here. <laughs> and, and like, I, I, so I, I like the best part of this is like, just imagine how low my stock was in my mother and full circle, that baby, I'm, that I'm bringing porn to her house to basically whack off while I'm house sitting for them. Right. But it was their DVD. We don't know where this DVD came from. She didn't recognize I, Johnny Depp or Penelope Cruz. They're pretty so recognizable people. That was the that was the best part. My mother-in-law goes to my wife and says, and like, here's the DVD if he wants it back. <laughs> and, oh. like, and Kate goes, Mom, this is Johnny Depp and Penelope Cruz. She's, oh. <laughs> like, could you? Just, I, I just think it's the funniest fucking story. It's like, because I could just imagine her going out with my wife and be like, um, I think Gary left his pornography here. What do you think it was like the Pamela Anderson, Tommy Lee videos? Like if Gary wants his, you know, one night in Paris back. Uh, it's like first things first. Like I have an iPhone, revolutionize the porn game. If you're, this essentially becomes a PSA. If you are still using uh, three years, four years, maybe. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you're still jerking off the DVDs, grow up. And you I probably, go exactly to, you probably go to Disney World by yourself. Uh, see, we, we're going to come back. How clearly has a, a guilty pedophile conscious. 
There's probably some data that supports that. It's also Thank weird you. too because you've like been really, really, really wanting to compare yourself to the guy who murdered people on Netflix. So I think you really do have a. What's going to happen here? Should we call the cops? I just. Uh, should we do a podcast? I, should we call the cops? People have told me that I look like Richard Ramirez, and I think it's hilarious. Great bone structure. Say what you want. Hey, not a good guy. Great bone structure. Okay. You obviously have some kind of interest in pedophile. So, all right. I think that's a podcast. That went everywhere. But that was a 3 a.m. drunk on your couch. That was the 3 a.m. drunk on your couch podcast. Conversation was the boys' podcast. Yeah. And if you're looking for more information on Disney World, go to uh, Rope Drop Radio and listen to theirs. They're great. Derek and Doug. They've been on the podcast. We love those guys. We do. Although, Kyle might think less of you guys. All right. It goes their families. Oh, uh, they go by themselves sometimes. Sometimes they just go them, the two of them. So you're saying they're weird now? What you, see, this is what you're doing. You're alienating an entire group of people. They have a podcast dedicated to, to Disney. Don't try to spin this. Gary, all he's saying mm-hmm. is if it's just you by yourself going and Kyle is just like a 28-year-old guy who's not married, it's not the best look in the world to just go to Disney World by yourself. It's my PR How is it not? Well, you do whatever you want. I get that. See, that's you, when you guys are overthinking things. Nope. You ever go to Vegas by yourself? <laughs> How What's awkward that? would it be if someone just like came up to you and was like, why are you here? Uh, you know, like, Who would do that? Who's going to walk up and be like, why are you here? Maybe, I don't know, maybe like... Uh, Mickey Mouse is going to come yeah, up Mickey. like, oh, hey, pal, yeah, Mickey, you they, Hey, you know, <laughs> as a Disney guy, you know they don't talk, all right? No, they do talk now. That's the crazy thing. They're out, their mouth moves and everything. It's insane. Wait, That's do they have weird. to mimic the voices? No, I think it's like they talk into a microphone. It comes out perfect. It's insanity. It's magic. Mm-hmm. Tech did that. Who did that? The TikTokers. I blame yeah. the TikTokers. Well, next time you're on the website, go to Megan'sLaw.com. You might be able to find Kyle on it. That's the <laughs> podcast. Go Birds. I'm going to go introduce myself to all my neighbors. Go there Birds. There you go. The Winter Boys podcast was created and hosted by Gary Lay and Kyle Pagan with contributions from Jason Green, executive producer John Barchard, and our theme song is Telescope by the Pine Bears. <laughs>